What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Probably Off Topic. Today we have a new member to our team to introduce you to. Yeah. We have our beef of the week, and of course, we're going to cover the Jordan documentaries. So let's get into this. I had something on my mind, so I, I, I got it off my, my chest. I went and got some work, got some work. Hey, Greg, why don't you go piss your pants again? People don't forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you gotta earn respect. Just put misunderstood on my graves. Uh-huh, I heard that. I didn't hear that, but I just heard that. Are you not Everybody says, who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. I think I just said that. I speak of friends. Teammates, coaches, friends. Sure had just begun. another episode and today we have a new member shall we introduce our guy luke metz to the team what's up everyone welcome luke luke is uh one of those pieces that was always supposed to be part of this we've always imagined this as a three-man team and as uh most of hopefully our listeners have graduated college yeah, um, said finish up school. luke and pat both just just uh had a little graduation ceremony of their own so <laughs> do we want to yeah, virtually. Do we want to do we want to talk about that? Tell us how that was for you guys. Uh, it was quite weird. Yeah, it was high. weird. Wasn't much um, to it. I was expecting to be inside of Bryce Jordan Center and not in my living room <laughs> watching it that way. Yeah, it wasn't all that exciting. Is there any face to face interaction at all? Like, did anyone call your name or anything? Like, they gave you a slide. Yeah, it was like uh, oh, your own personal slideshow. Slide yeah. Like, they had someone like professionally read your they name. They had Siri read your name. Yes, yeah, Patrick Kerchick. Yeah, <laughs> insert name here. Congratulations, Patrick Kerchick. On graduating, That's essentially how it went. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't love that. I feel bad for the for you know the seniors and stuff that missed out on their yeah. uh, opportunities. I feel like, although thinking back, I feel like people bitch about graduation no matter what. That's I, my thing. I, people I, complain about having to wait in line <laughs> and all that shit. It's like, like I've never been a big graduation guy. Like I don't like the big day. I don't yeah. like like the spotlight. Like I can remember high school graduation and I was like miserable and we went out to like a nice nice ass Italian dinner to like Maggiano's and I remember like I was absolutely miserable the whole time and I always look back and like regret how miserable it was that day and <laughs> you just aren't Catholic but Holy Communion big day in the third grade and I was you wear a suit and stuff I was fucking miserable <laughs> all the sacraments I remained big days I'm not like a so I wasn't too sick about it my mom was sick of it yeah. also got the online graduation yeah i feel like that's luke i feel like the, you were more the, so yeah because especially when everything happened like the covid stuff happened and it all it all happened at once um especially at work i was putting together an article for yeah. covid to be released and then all the information that i already wrote about already changed and it happened so quickly so uh especially i'm, I'm sure pat would agree with this uh state college like that area in the spring is like nice it's and like nice. we Beautiful. we were we were completely stripped of that because by the time we left for spring break it was like still yeah luke's a penn state guy cold too listening, just like yeah, me we are so yeah. now we're outnumbered outnumbered in this room <laughs> what what uh things are there like to do up there during the spring that's like is there something that people do like before graduation that's a tradition or something or is it just like dude yeah. i actually saw a video of like people who like do like a naked run 
before uh, uh, yeah I before like yeah. before like finals week and I've never seen that up there that was so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to, do, to take part in I would hate that if the so, um, were involved <laughs> I like didn't know that was a thing but apparently um, that's been a thing for a while uh, a bar yeah I'm trying to drink There's... I was trying to drink dude but I'm going up there to golf actually I think like next week or something. Right, yeah. so, it's, so, it's not like it's like a, there's not like locked down it's just yeah, yeah nobody's going to be up there there's no bars or anything yeah the one bar or a couple bars are doing a Couple month and a half long uh, events. Yeah. Like, so, like, I don't know. You have to go every day. Cafe is a big thing. I'm, I'm not sure if P Man's did. Yeah, yeah they do it. something. They do something for all the for all the frat people. Yeah. Yeah, it's like fifty days. Yeah. Well, I saw uh, that. I think it was like the University of Cal Berkeley or whatever. They, I guess, one of their majors. They all built a Minecraft like world so they rebuilt they rebuilt the university in minecraft and then did the graduation in minecraft and i was like wow that if if there was a time to do that it's now like you definitely have enough time your hands during this quarantine but it was impressive i saw like an overhead view like kind of a tour of it real quick it was it was pretty amazing that they whipped it up how how quick they did nerdy but cool yeah it was probably like the engineering program or something i would have had a minecraft (laughs) yeah dude if somebody sent me that link to get in there i'm like i will enter that world for sure that's um, well, in less exciting news, uh, Don Shula, one of the greats of the NFL, he passed away recently. It's a big loss. That is a big loss. It's, yeah. We didn't really get to experience like the whole I, Don Shula yeah. hype, but looking back at some of these Don, numbers, our dude, dads like, barely did. I mean, he, he coached into the 90s. Okay, I didn't yeah, know that. I didn't he know, coached, I didn't know that he coached See, like, when he died the other years. day, I was like – it inspired me to watch the NFL films on like the '72 team, right. and I mean, they're the only undefeated team ever. And yeah, that was pretty interesting. That's crazy. They were so good, and it's wild. Their starting quarterback, Greasy Brian Greasy, right. old head Greasy, right? One of, Greasy, one of the three Hall of Famers that just like coached. had like a fucking broken ankle and didn't play like majority of the year. Yeah, that was but, definitely a weird, a weird yeah. situation. There's like an urban legend I saw too that came with that team, which I thought was pretty funny. It was like. Every year since 1972, when the last uh, undefeated team lost, right? Everyone on that team, like wherever they were in the world, they all they like had a drink. Like that was like a thing that they did what? every year. That's like, a, and like it's cool. been a, it's been like addressed. Like players have been asked about it, and they kind of like eh, whatever. But there's been guys that say like that they've had a few drinks. That's watching the record live on. Yeah, like I, cool. I mean, obviously, I knew like, fifty like, years later, still flexing on all these guys every year. Right, and that's what when you look back at like how amazing some of the teams were. It's just amazing that like I don't know, like I don't, I feel like I don't know many Dolphins players from through history. Well, like, do you know what that defense was called? Yeah, the no name, no name defense. Right, that was, was the, the whole offense. Thing on defense. Apparently, got all this hype. Right, but also he was known for like adjusting his. But offenses. then I looked at defense had like. Like <laughs> six all pro guys, so like they were all fucking stuck. Yeah, it was just like no sexy names on the teams, I guess. Yeah. But um, I I also read that when he went from the Colts to the Dolphins, which mm-hmm. he coached the Dolphins for twenty six years, which is incredibly he, long. Who beat Joe Namath? Beat him, correct? Yes, with the Jets. Yeah, yeah. but Super when he was three. transitioning yeah, from Super Bowl three, three. Yeah. in his years from the Colts to the Dolphins, that was when the merger was happening, and apparently... Merger! <laughs> the merger! But apparently, there was tampering involved, because they started contract negotiations pre-merger, and then the, the contract didn't finish until post-merger, so the Colts ended up getting a first-round pick 
for losing Don Shula. So, like, I mean, okay. I don't really see how – I mean, I guess it's tampering when the when you look at the fine print, but I feel like the Colts are, are all right with that. But yeah, RIP. And I also read that, at, like, deep in his – I guess, like, midway through his tenure with the Dolphins because it was, like, the 80-83 season um, when Donald Trump was creating the new, the new United States football league. Okay. Yeah. He almost left the Dolphins where he was getting paid, like, not any, not over a million dollars. Twenty five dollars. Not over a million dollars. He almost left them to go and be the uh, Jersey Generals head coach, wow. and get paid like five million dollars or something. Like the increase of his salary was insane. And then he told Donald Trump, he was like, "Yeah, but I'll do that as long as you give me a uh, like rent free apartment in one of his big apartment buildings." And Donald Trump said, "No." Trump was like, you fired. He was like, you fired. fired. But, like, what the hell? That's all he had to do was give him a room, and he could have had the greatest coach of all time. Have rooms to give out in New York City. Like, uh, right. He would think sure, <laughs> that, sure that did not seem like a deal breaker. That's what us. I mean. Right. If I'm Donald Trump, I'd be like, yeah, you can have the bathroom. <laughs> you can have the bathroom, my sweet. But it is amazing. Like, he was – I wish we got to see his greatness because, like, I can't imagine how many coaches coached him during that whatever 30 – 30 odd years of coaching that he did or four, 40 years, I should say of coaching that he did, but he only had seven losing records. I was going to say he's still the winningest. Yeah. Coach. He only had seven losing records against other head coaches. So like, that's nuts. I can't imagine how many coach, like the turnover of coaches obviously is nuts. That's why it's 25 years on one team is, is amazing. And then also he was only five under 500 twice, which we talk about Belichick. I mean, early in Belichick's years, like he, he struggled with the Cleveland yeah. years, but Two years under 500 in, in 40 years. That's crazy. And, mm. I mean, it, it, I, it's just somebody I wish we got to see. But it's – I mean, we might be watching the next Don Trula with Bill Belichick right now, so who knows. Bill Belichick's a system coach. Everyone wants to call Brady a system quarterback. Belichick's a system coach. But isn't that kind of what Trula was? I don't know, was he? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know much about that's what it makes, it makes it seem like that's what he did. Like, he just worked with whoever – he's very Belichick-like in the terms of, in, I guess, Belichick and Shula-like in the sense of, like, he just has his guys that he likes, which Belichick will fit in and burn now that Brady's gone. All right, we'll see. Um, other football news, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Jameis Winston. <laughs> Jameis Squints Winston is no more squints. He got his LASIK eye surgery. and. And hopefully, after a year behind Drew Brees, he'll be the Saints' future quarterback. So he was a starting quarterback in the NFL for basically blind. Yeah, <laughs> and he was practically blind. Yeah, I mean, I, I still think it's hilarious. <laughs> the way he like described it, it sounded like uh, like when he was like talking about how he can like see Nats. Yeah, it made me think of like when Peter Parker wakes up and just like. His hands are sticking to Things walls and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. He's got a new sense, and, he's, yeah. and he hasn't had – Like, things just feel different. The whole sense is there. Yeah. Okay, I'm pretty sure what... Peter Parker had glasses, and he was Spider-Man. He didn't even need them. So, <laughs> also, like, very similar. <laughs> then uh, I read somewhere where he was able to read uh, license plates. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? You have... So, if you can't read license plates, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you probably can't read street signs. Depth, like, perception of depth. Is so huge with being an NFL quarterback. Like, yeah. like this man literally could not see where lot. Like he was like, "Where's this linebacker?" Oh my god, I can't even imagine. I, I kind of want to experiment and just like put on those drunk goggles and yeah. just go and tell you guys to run he's routes. Got, like, more, he's got like more completed passes to to a Saints player than Jason Miller. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably factual. I think it is. You can quote me on that. <laughs> you can quote me on that one. Oh my god, and then also. And not so great news, Darren McFadden. I don't know if 
the TMZ video is pretty aggressive. It's like a five-minute video of him just getting – Yeah, just trying to get taken out of his car by cops, but he's not – like, they think he's dead. He's he's to the point of, like, unconsciousness. But he's in a drive-thru. He's, yeah, he's in a drive-thru. So he was obviously in the process of ordering some food or something. And then when they're like, I have to call to the next window and uh, we'll have to order, he fell asleep from the one speaker to the next speaker. And then yeah, he was, was – um was intoxicated. I I didn't see any he's details of lean, what was what I think. lean. That's he was on a lean. Prognosis. Listen, he well he wouldn't get out of the car, and they had to use like aggressive force. But he he was very calm. That was the thing. <laughs> oh, he was, what was he saying the whole time? <laughs> Yo, let, me, let, me, let me tell you something. I was gonna tell you something. Let me just tell you something. It's like they're like you don't have to tell us anything. It's like that's well, that's right. Like it was yeah. Those I mean, cops aren't gonna you're not gonna bully Danny McFadden. He's gonna get out of the car when he wants. Yeah, and imagine Which is like what happened. Like the like, he got out of the so car he, when he got it. Like, if, if I was on whatever he was on, I would be able to just like was, be dragged out of the room like a carpet. It wouldn't be any struggle. He is a is a beefy man. Yeah, that was the not vine, It's like bitches be trying to get you. Bitches be like, come meet my mom, bitch. I'm on twelve Xanax. So that, <laughs> that, that was that was Danny McFadden. He was on off the Zans in his car, and uh, it was not quite a, a video. Good for not him. a good look for Darren Fan. He's Just like his NFL career, right? Like, he's a guy that like, fell off so, so fast, so fast. He was Raiders, just there. Cowboys, then yeah, he was like, okay, maybe Darren McFadden can like go to role as a backup. That'd be cool. yeah, Oakland and then Dallas. Peyton Hillis and Felix Jones. It's not even fair. Crazy. Not even fair. Sucks. Yeah, he did. It's seven, 2008 to 2014 with the Raiders. Spent a decent time with them. And then Cowboys from 2015 to 2017. And, like, it did – his years on the Cowboys felt like he may have, like, you know, found a role have, as a what backup. Did, like, what did he have? That was post – What did he have, like, 1,000 yards? Uh, yeah, because somebody got hurt. DeMarco, yeah, DeMarco got hurt. How many thousand yard seasons did he have? Two. 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 One in 2010. Uh, uh, one but um, that's all, like, really updates we have. We can do a Today in History if we'd like. Today in History? You want that? You want that? You I want, want that, that, I want want that, that action. action song? I want that action. Let's see if I can do better than last time. I think I got one right. I think you got, like, one right last week. <laughs> Let's see what we got this week. All, all right. right. So, it's May 5th. What happened on May 5th? Oh, then Cinco de Mayo. Hey. I'll give you five seconds to Google it. Okay. Cinco de Mayo happened. So, Cinco de Mayo, Mexico, had a huge victory over blank in the Battle of Puebla. So, my question to you is, when this happened, who was this big victory over? It was obviously a big powerhouse back then in 1862. So, here, here we go. Here's my three things. Okay. Option A, was it Germany? Option B, was it the British? Or C, was it the French? My gut, the first one that popped in my head was the French. I was not good at Spanish, but I do remember the fiestas we had during these mm-hmm. these times. This was always like Delicious. end of the year. Yeah, right, good time. yeah, you hope you have some like good culture yeah. in your class so you get like the right stuff. You're not just eating like a bunch of chips and salsa. I think my mom's getting tacos tomorrow. <sighs> so jealous <laughs> I'm going weekend fiesta. Um, but I'm going to say France, just French, because that was what my yeah. gut said. I feel like that's an easy one. You're right. That was, All right. That's right. Yeah. So, two years of Spanish paid off. Yeah. So the second one, this is sports. This is fun. You'll like this. Cy Young threw his uh threw baseball's first perfect game in nineteen oh four to the Boston Americans. They played the Philadelphia Athletics. Mm. Of course, leave it to Philly to yeah, get to get no hit to, first. To give up the first freaking perfect game. So 
my question to you is, so Cy Young's beast, right? Obviously, right, yeah, they, they got the award, the Cy Young. So this just this this perfect game like continued, like straight consecutive, like innings. Mark Burley style. Yeah, just, like, like next game, like, everyone's like, oh my god, he might do it again. Consecutive <laughs> innings where he didn't give up anything. Okay. So my question to you is, how many consecutive innings did he get without giving up a hit? A twenty five, B eighteen, or C thirty one. Whoa. Okay, 18 is two, would be two games. 31 would be over three games. <laughs> uh, but 25 seems like a, like more than two games. Seems, uh, 25 is where yeah, I'll just say, oh, eight, all right, 18, two games, two 18, full games. Two full games, because that's pretty impressive. Yeah. It's like two full games. I'd be like pretty happy with that, but no, it was – it was 25. <laughs> just like, I'm sorry. That's a ridiculous. He straight went like two full games what do you think, like, and then the, was like, I'll go to seven. If they were still playing like series back then, he just pitched them in the three straight games. Just like, or like the, the series landed where like he had to play the same team every time he pitched and they were like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> this guy will not go away. The Philadelphia Athletics were drunk every time. They yeah, what them. were they doing? <laughs> All right. All right. Any more? And then, yeah, we got one more. All right. So in 1982. Theodore Kaczynski, he's oh, okay. the Unabomber. So uh, the Unabomber in 1982 exploded some bombs in the computer science department of a college. So this dude was crazy, right? He was like this like crazy math he's, like, super smart. He had like degrees from like Michigan and like Harvard and stuff. And then like he just like dropped everything and like moved to the wilderness and like lived in a cabin. And, like Came up yeah. with this plan. And then like just started <laughs> – just, like, he would, like, send bombs to places. He only, like, killed, like, three people, but he hurt, like, 23. I think we said but, about this, the Unabomber documentary that we should I watch. I think we were going to consider watching we should, it. we should do that. Maybe. I'm interested in this character. No, I, that's what I mean. I didn't really know anything about him until I read about this. I was like, oh, shit, this dude's a genius. Okay. Okay, my question to you, though. What college computer science department did that occur in? A, the University of Tennessee. B, the University of Arkansas. Or C, Vanderbilt University. C. Correct. No. Wow, that was there was no reason wow. behind that. <laughs> I was gonna see of all three. I thought that was the one you weren't gonna get. Honestly, I forgot what A was by the time yeah. you got the C. So two and for three Arkansas this week. didn't sound right. You, you very well. You overthought. You should have went over like three. I know. Three. And the Cy Young one just was those numbers were was just a lot. Yeah, I can't. I just remember the Burley when we were younger that he went like 14 innings or something of no hit, and that was insane. People talked about that for a while. So but that's so today's thing. He threw he threw a seven inning no hitter prior to that through the perfect game, and then the following game against Detroit, he pitched 15 innings. What? <laughs> and a three to two win. What? That's fucking crazy. So wait, a seven inning no hitter. Does that mean he started and just didn't so, finish, or he's correct? He started and, then, and, okay. and didn't finish. I was gonna say, did he come in after two innings and close out the game because their starters sucked that bad? Wow, what man, Cy Young. All right, I don't ever want to hear anybody question <laughs> Cy Young's reasoning for yeah. him getting the award. Man, well, kudos to you, Cy Young. Should we dive into the to the Jordan to the Jordan stuff? Yes. Yeah, I feel like. All right, Luke. So that was lead, us, lead us into episode, episode five, five and six. six. Yeah, episode All right, five so and six. We're going to start off episode five. Uh, to start off, uh, we see Kobe. Oh, uh, yeah. That was hype. ESPN, like, come on. That was like 
30 seconds worth of footage. Yeah, ESPN, it, was, like, it was an intro. It was yeah. the whole intro to that. They, I mean, they did, that. They did they tease, tease it. With, they did memory of Kobe in the beginning. Yeah. They did the Kobe clip, and then it was like the intro, and then the episode started. So I kind of thought that was like a slight on Kobe a little bit, yeah. but – it's still, it was is, like five stars. Vanessa Ryan didn't try and sue for that. Yeah. Oh, shit, burn. Oh, <laughs> oh God, we're going to sue for that. <laughs> Dude, uh, uh, yeah, I love that opening scene. I thought that, I, it was weird. Like, I think we talked about this, how he said, basically, Jordan showed him respect by talking up his game, but, like, just would not say his name. He was like, the little Laker boy. The little Laker boy. Take take this is a one-on-one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he was fully aware of, of Kobe's game and, like, that's nuts because those guys were all vets in that locker room. That were that they were, were all, they were all just gooey. Dude, that's over. when the game they were all fucking old. Oh yeah, when you when you look at their they ages, like in mid thirties. Yeah, the rosters. Everybody's in yeah. their thirties. Like everybody. We talk about LeBron. He's grandpa. A child, literally yeah. a child. Yeah. And they were already afraid of him. And like respected him. That's all right. So after we got that exciting too, it was like Kobe was like the first. I mean, I mean, this is the latter part of MJ's career. But I want some sound bites. Like, how are there no Kobe and Michael Court sound right, it bites? Was, it was very, it was very brief. Yeah, in, yeah. in the episode. Um, well, going back, MJ always had a gripe against other players, but like Kobe, he seemed like oh, it was dude, like real, recognized, real almost. Brief right? with everyone. <laughs> and I feel like he knew that age gap too was like eventually going to come into play, exactly. where it's like somebody's going to have yeah, to get exactly. this league. And this didn't kid. he get his number? Didn't mention that. Did he get it? Oh, cell phone number yeah. or whatever like phone that. number. Yeah, I think, I think they were like in story. contact before. Yeah. Like high school, probably. I mean, Kobe I mean, was like Kobe pretty was the youngest. Yeah, attendee at most of the games. So then that went into uh, the Jordan ones, right? And the shoes, the real, real bloody sock game. MJ wanted to sign with Adidas. Um, Adidas like didn't. They couldn't they make a shoe for yeah, someone at the moment. He thought Nike produced for like their own shoe. Runs. Yeah, so uh, he went. He went visited against his will, but his mom made him go out to Nike. And then his dad was like, "You're an idiot. You don't take this deal." Yeah, and right. They seem like the perfect parents. Of like, his mom was super not con- like controlling. She was controlling. Like she knew what she wanted his outcome to be. And his dad was like more. He was smart, but he was more laid back. I feel like they were. They they were perfect to handle this Michael Jordan because I mean he was probably a lot to handle just yeah. his, just his competitiveness alone like can you imagine him just being a teenager like son. getting in a in an angsty teenage argument with your son he's uh, like yeah. oh I want to do is play ball mom like oh my god all right fine <laughs> whatever whatever you say this is like when Nike's just like starting out too like yeah this was like a did, track they did a lot of track stuff yeah, yeah this is a, this is an basketball company Jordan ones are my favorite shoes yeah but I just think. Jordan one is like a classic, classic vintage basketball shoe. Yeah. Right? Like if I, you tell I me Jordan, dad, I think of the, yeah. the, the uh, Air Jordan ones. Because I say that I, I own a pair of Air Jordans and I cannot them. imagine playing a, playing Basically, basketball in oh. them. I have a low top pair and a high top pair, and I can't imagine even Are trying like to like heavy. Not they're not heavy, but they're not. They're very flat. They're not. Comfortable, like your ankle yeah. is definitely supported, but legs like, just like they're not like a, a. I don't know. No, I don't no, think so. I, I can't. So. I'm sure the yeah. leather and stuff was different, but like, imagine how when you put a, yeah, yeah, when you put a shoe on now, it like fits your foot, like it literally like is touching your foot. Like, there's, I don't know. When you put your foot in a Jordan One, it's like you have some space in there because it's like they needed some flexibility for all mm-hmm. these people. But 
I can't imagine what it's like playing it. I can't even play a, a pickup game, <laughs> let alone a real NBA game, especially when they're so outdated like he did. And then uh, after yeah. that, we got the, the Monte Carlo practice and basically yeah, dream team. Barcelona. I thought they were going to talk about team. the dream team a little bit more. I, I thought, thought it was so a little brief. But I, mean, I thought we were going to get more of the Monte Carlo practice. Like, I thought that was, like, the perfect platform yeah. to push it a little bit more. But, like, it was just scenes that we already saw And they were like, still fucking showing us, right, Thomas? Like, get that weird out. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I get it. Like, I don't care. Jordan won't ever admit it, but, like, fully. But, like, obviously, yeah, like, none of those dudes want to play with them. They all beef with them. Right. They picked Christian. Larry didn't like him. You know how hard it would have – or how easy Someone it would have been. Someone tried to tell me they needed, like, an 18-year-old. I, I think it was. That, that was part Anthony of the Davis thing. was on the – I think that's part of that was part of the Olympic thing was like there was like, a spot for this rookie or whatever. But, but yeah, he couldn't. Are you kidding me? Dude, Christian Leitner trying to play with those guys as like it was back to them. They were grown men too. They were yeah, they, they, like, had, they had Christian a Lainer decade like on Christian Leitner. <laughs> that is crazy. And then at that practice, it was essentially the passing of the torch from yeah Magic, Magic was talking all this shit Jordan and like we talked about that earlier how like the '98 was kind of like the passing of the torch from. You knew it was coming. You yeah. could see, you you could see that was like the next that, guy up kind of thing. That was coming. And then basically MJ just hammering down that this is the 90s and that magic is stuck in the 80s. Wait. And that was like post HIV, right? So he was like, oh, he had like HIV and stuff and was like, ah, what's up, guys? Yeah. And like, I'm here at the Olympics like with the boys, but everyone was kind of like, yeah, dude, that's one thing, man. Magic too much for me. Magic tries so hard, man. Like, Still, to this him day. As a, I cannot imagine what it was like listening to him talk about other players as an analyst. I'm so happy. Like, I hate listening to Reggie Miller. Oh, it was probably 10 times worse yeah, listening yeah. to Magic, just like the way he is. Like, just, everything circles back around to him. Yes, yes. He tries to be this, like, positive light, and it's like, really, he's just the shining light in the middle. Like, he's like the sun, and we're all just the fucking universe. But, stars. Yeah, we're just the other stars. But, wait, can we go back to shoes real quick? Because we didn't really talk about the whole political thing that they talked about uh, with, like, the the Republicans wear shoes, too, thing. What do you, what'd you guys think about that? Because, honestly, I thought it was just, like, I didn't take it as political as, like, the media drove it to I be. Know. I feel like Michael Jordan just wanted to sell as many shoes as possible. Right. I don't think I think that, too. I, I mean, the Jordan one had so much success. Right. He was just like, fuck you guys. I, I think that just shows his background to just how he is. Yeah, like, his interviews. Like, always, always yeah. it was a little bit of, like, a boo-hoo, Michael. Like, oh, you should feel bad for him because he's, like, meant to be this perfect yeah, person. But, oh. uh, all right. All right. Moving on. Um. But I don't feel bad for Michael Jordan. Like, you can see now why he's not a part of, like, media. LeBron is never going to go away, just oh. like Kobe would have never gone Like, Kobe LeBron's was always like going to be annoying a too. face. And, like, you can see Magic Johnson. Like, he lingered around. He's still that face. Michael Jordan is he the opposite of all those guys. Chest. No, I think definitely he's – I'm pretty sure he's, he's clean. Man. Yeah, he's solid. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought the shoot thing was, was like, they the media blew that up. And that just shows, like, I don't know. They, they really were just out to get him for that one season just because, I guess, they were sick of talking all the goodness That's about him. From Mike Jordan to Michael. Yes, <laughs> from Mike to Michael. Yeah, I just don't think he really wanted to – I think he just wanted to make money out of I mean, yeah, and I know, like, the, the, the political like race Carolina, that was going on was kind of controversial. Carolina is like a real controversial state. Right, and, and the, the political race that was going on was super controversial because I think the one guy was super racist and, like, the other yeah. guy was People black, step up and say something. Like, yeah. But that's not his role. He was not right. like he said. Hey, I'm I'm a basketball player. I'm here to play basketball, and I don't really. I, I agree. I'm I'm with Michael Jordan on that. It was not his place to, especially it was 
what the fuck? It's shoes. What the hell do shoes yeah. and politics have anything to do with each other? Like, come on. It was just, they were digging. The media was digging. They took a big, I, don't, I mean, Luke didn't say it yet, but I knew it was coming up next. They took a lot of time out to talk about Tony Kukoc. They did. Oh, yeah, let's decide this right now. Is it Kukoc or Kukoc? Kukoc. Kukoc. Okay. We're changing to Kukoc. Because the, the, even the even the videos they show, they go yeah. back and forth. Like some people, depending on what coast they're on, they say Kukoc or Kukoc. So, all right, we're going Kukoc. Actually, I don't know. I think it's Kukoc. See, when I read it, I, in my head, when I read it, I see Kukoc. And, and then I think it's Kukoc, out of my mouth, it doesn't Kukoc. sound right. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go Kukoc. Half, half the documentary did say Kukoc, and then when Charles Barkley was getting interviewed, he said Kukoc. Yeah, so, <laughs> do we trust Charles Barkley? Because we, we should listen to Charles Barkley. Okay, so it's probably Kukoc. But all right. He's coming up, Charles Barkley. He happened in this episode, yeah, too. Oh, well, the next episode. Next episode. Five all right, let's, episodes. let's finish out five. What else happened in five? Um, they trashed to Tony Tony yeah, so that yeah. whole practice was leading up to the battering of Tony Kukoc. Yeah, Tony Kukoc. just put Scotty on him. It was like, just kill him. And, and Scotty, they just like murdered him. Yeah, and they they sold that whole team. Just that just poor guy, he just was so, he's like a little a little baby. He's like, why, why are they going so hard? And and like, he, was like, hard. Know, he was like, I didn't even know. And he's like a scrawny little, he's like a scrawny like foreigner. Right. In the clips and then too. they play a second time. He gets his. They yeah, like he got his, got his numbers he up. He had like 16 points. They were like, all right. Yeah. He can he, hoop a little. He can hoop a little. You can come to America now. But like, yeah, they were, they wanted that first game. Their goal uh, was to make him be like, I do not crack. want to play in the NBA. Yeah. Like, there, there's no chance. I wanted to like endure they, they that. Wanted, every day. They wanted to scare him to come over to the NBA. Which is so. Yeah. Just because Jerry Cross like him. Right. It's so silly. No, just literally just, anybody that Jerry. Or that's anybody that's back to Michael. Yeah. Being like, if you're. Jerry likes you. If Jerry likes you, if you think you're better than me, if you think you are even good at basketball, I will prove you wrong that you are trash. Who was the leading scorer of the Dream Team? Uh, Charles Barkley. Yeah, he was. Dude. Yeah, he was. And then Mello, put respect on them names, baby. Two of the best Olympic athletes of our country ever. (laughs) Put respect on those names. Definitely. All right. And that was the best Olympic uh, to end To end episode five, going back to branding, um, MJ at after they got their gold medal and everything at the ceremony, uh, he wore he a flag the over the Reebok because he didn't want to be seen wearing another national brand on the national stage. And that's another. That's a perfect place. Michael. Like, he was making a perfect. statement, but, like, I'm not going to make power a move. statement. Such I'm not going to speak about it. But, yo, I will say, this, this that move. part of it, when they were, like, showing them, like, doing all their pre-Olympic stuff, that is some of the swaggiest Olympic gear oh, ever. Different swag gear. They, yeah. It is unreal. Every single one of those Reba, dudes was Reba wearing like, take care oh my God, they all had different hats on, but like, ooh, ooh, it was just never ending. Like, them walking off the bus and like just chilling on the bus. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I want to get some of that gear. But, ooh, fire. Talking about branding. Reebok knew what they were doing. <laughs> all right, and then episode six, uh, the Be Like Mike campaign. I yeah, could be like yeah. and this was kind of like the the like oh feel bad for Michael because people are attacking him a little bit, but let's get into it because like I don't really feel bad for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? Like how bad could the media oh, yeah. been back then? He's like, oh, people, like, people think uh, whatever the opening thing was like. People think it's uh, easy to be mucking for a day, try and be mucking for a month or a year. Like, uh, all right, okay, thanks. I will gladly, <laughs> I will gladly be you for whatever eight. Like after twenty one, I'll be you for whatever age you want. As long as I can do everything legally, I'm in. I'll take. I that know deal. they love talking. This whole every episode, they love talking about 
exhausted he is oh, and how draining it is. Well, why don't you cut a, a fucking golf outing out? Stop, yeah, stop, stop smoking stop, cigars every two seconds. stop playing 36 holes a day. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, never heard of such a thing. Another thing that was brought up is that the key, other than like the 10 minutes after the game, he really couldn't go anywhere beside like that 10 minutes in the locker room and then his hotel room without like not being touched. Yeah. And that sucks. I mean, I feel, I guess like, but honestly, we're all dealing with it now and it doesn't suck that bad. (laughs) Let's be honest. We leave our house for 10 minutes to go to the grocery store to get some milk and then hopefully nobody sees us or breathes on us or touches us. (laughs) And we come back in our rooms for the next 24 hours. Like, I don't know. I don't feel that bad for him because like at any moment in that room, he could call somebody and be like, I want a cheesesteak, or I want anything. He could say anything. I want a hooker. I want anything. I, I want to go play golf. Like, okay, we'll huddle people around you and transport you to the nearest golf course. And then like, gamble over. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, I think <laughs> it's just built up because, I mean, he has won two straight championships. To me, by the time he wins the third, it doesn't even look fun. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's, He's almost like a made off his shoulders. Wins a gold medal, and then comes back for the 92-93 season. And then the episode picks up at the Eastern Conference Finals where they're down 0-2 to the Knicks. Right. And this is where MJ and his family go to AC uh, for yeah. a night. Uh, and, then they come, there, and then they right? just come yeah. back then. That was the hilarious. Take the next four games. Yeah, you just need to play a little get his little fix in, yeah. He just his so mind was on the tables. It should have been on the court. So he needed to go to the tables. Well, like what? No one comes up to him at the casino. Yeah, that's what that's just, that's what I'm talking because about. Because he's with his dad. Yeah, like oh no, it's all right. Respect him. Like Atlantic just, City, no one knows him. Yeah, that, I don't know. It, it is definitely he definitely needs his fix. He never. Yeah, and obviously it worked. He's never stopped gambling. So. <laughs> Michael Jordan's gambling right now. How about the golf things? Like they were talking about. Like he was. Who was there's the, a guy who had a golf a, con artist, the guy who, yeah, like, who would had go a around great and, name, yeah, a great con artist, slimy or something, yeah, <laughs> slim, slim, slim maybe, I don't know, slim Bowers, slim, B O U B O U L E R Bowler, Bowler, yeah, Slim Bowler, James Slim Bowler, that guy. He, yeah. he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. Like, how do you even find yourself as the con artist of a golf? Like. Golf you got to be able to talk your talk some game before you even like get playing the game because yeah, you got to know the course, right? You got to convince people yeah. of like so many different yeah. things. Well, kind of seemed like him and Michael Jordan were like in cahoots though because he owed yeah. he owed Jordan owed him, a, him money, him so yeah, I guess he caught him at one point, grand. but then it's at some point they like seem to be like they would do it together yeah, almost, yeah, yeah. okay? Because that's when it got shady and people were like, wait a minute, I can't imagine that lifestyle, but man, Michael Jordan got in some trouble with him for sure. I just don't, like, how did my, like, obviously Michael Jordan just like gambling, and it didn't matter if he won or lost. That's where he, like, uh, security guard. Yeah, the the security guard. Guard. yeah that's what and I mean. Like, he awesome. did not care about yeah. winning or losing. He just wanted the action. And that guy action. hit him with, like, the shrug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's a legend. He's going to be on T-shirts everywhere, of course. Man. Um, so, the, that NBA Finals, it was the Bulls against the Phoenix Suns. So, yeah, you get, yeah. That year, Charles Barkley won the MVP, and then MJ goes on so like his little spite rants. Yeah. He was mad that Charles <laughs> Barkley won the MVP of the year and essentially said, Barkley can have that while I take this. This ring. To the 
1993. Yeah, I think this was good for the world to see because, like, I think this really shows everyone that Draymond Green fucking sucks and oh would never be anything Charles Barkley. Yeah, Charles Barkley is, is a triple is head single and loser. <laughs> triple single. Charles Barkley is head and shoulders above Draymond as an athlete, yeah. as a as a uh, facilitator, as everything. Like, people talk about Draymond like he's this crazy assist guy. Thing, oh, yeah, the not, second thing about Barkley, I thought it was really cool how he was like. I played literally as best as I possibly could, mm-hmm. and Jordan still was just better. Yeah, like and like he maybe respected that. Like yeah. he was like, it just like, I just said he couldn't be mad at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. his stat lines is like literally that, Jordan just like trumped him by slightly. That was every uh, thing. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, Charles Barkley's a grinder, Sir Charles. P- yeah, people Sir don't Charles. people think of him like because he's just this fat idiot on TV. Not, not an idiot. I'm sorry, I love Charles Barkley, but he's a fat personality on TV that just like is a joke kind of. But he really does know so, his. But, like, he's treated that way. The perspective on him, I don't think that. His yeah. basketball perspective is, is second and none. And stuff. Oh. Yeah, and, like, him and Shaq have their whole yeah. thing. But the dude – No, he's the real deal. Yeah, if he was playing in any other – he's someone that translates. Like, you could totally see him playing modern-day basketball and, like, being the same player, like this undersized power forward. He made a just, couple threes on that film, too. That yeah, that step back was tough. That yeah. step back that he did, ooh. But I respect Charles Barkley. I'm all about it. I wish he yeah. won that championship. I actually have that jersey that he was wearing. Oh, those jerseys are great. Yeah, right. those Phoenix Suns jerseys, yeah, elite. The black oh, – bring them back. Bring them back. All right. Yeah, what happened after that? That is essentially the end of episode. That is essentially the end. That is wrapping it up. So, yeah, I mean, I think I, I didn't – I know episode seven starts with um, his first retirement in baseball. Right, and I hope they – And his they, dad's death. That'll definitely yes, be brought up. Yes, that'll be brought up too. I hope they don't just regurgitate the already Michael Jordan third thirty about him playing baseball because, like, I know. Jordan rides the bus. Yeah, no. I, I hope I it's not just the same because they did that kind of with the Rodman. Like, there was a lot of the same clips and stuff that they use, which obviously the archives are the archives, so they're using the best clips they have, I'm sure. But just hope that it's some fresh stuff. Like, give me something that I don't know. Because I mean, I didn't really learn that much about Rodman, and he's a pretty I mean, other than the whole Vegas thing. If anything, I feel no like I learned more about Scotty Pippen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Scotty Pippen yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just the greatness of, of Jackson as a coach. Like, just how much. And Jerry Krause. More. And Jerry Krause, man. I respect Jerry Krause. I respect, I respect everything he did. Although, he's wrong. Player, players, win, players win championships. <laughs> he's wrong about that. Oh, you know what else? I just thought about it. I just keep having these visuals pop in my head from the episode. When they showed Michael Jordan's like gates to his house, the big ass oh, twenty three. Yes, that is like yeah. the craziest power move ever. Like you, don't, you don't even have a yeah, his have license plate. A, oh I'm Jameis. I'm Jameis. I'm looking at license plate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was uh, one thing I thought was crazy. Yeah, he knows how to flex. That's for sure. Like he definitely knows. But one thing I'll never understand: what is good with my man's eyes? I know that's a disease. Is it? Yeah, okay, well, I forget what it's called. And it's even more messed up. I wouldn't even know if it's thing. a disease. It's more of a condition. So it's like liver failure. Uh, okay, so, so it's a liver liver deficiency. Makes sense because he does like his uh, alcoholic beverages. Yeah. So Jordan's or liver problems. Oh, that's what it's called. John Dice. John Dice. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's almost too perfect. <laughs> it's almost too perfect. That's what's wrong with him. But all right, I think that's all we got for today. Yeah, let's say, hold on, I'm going to hit you with some facts. All right, let's put John Dice back before we go. So, John Dice is when you got uh, Bill, Bill Rubin in, in a, is a yellow waste substance found in the file, the liquid the liver makes to help break down fat. Yeah, it's like what you throw up. Yeah, make sure your eyes yellow. 
That's crazy. Huh. Essentially, so the, the function of drinking alcohol. Well, yeah, how can you drink alcohol? alcohol? How is he able to drink alcohol? Makes his eyes yellow. <laughs> He's like, that, like, yeah, you can keep drinking. The only side effect is your eyes sure. are going to be scary as shit for the rest of your life. I'm sure the cigar smoke is some, some play for it. What's next? What are we? Yeah, we're not done yet. We have beef of the week. We're gonna wrap this up with beef of the week. All right, so let's go, Luke. First beef of the week. Some some context. Obviously, during this quarantine, um, dinners have become instead of going out to a restaurant, you do the takeout and so on and so forth. So this was the first time that my family was doing uh, delivery service. We've done takeout before, but we've gone and picked it up. When we okay. went and got the the takeout prior, my dad was upset about it because it wasn't as hot as he as he would have liked it. Boo hoo! <laughs> it's takeout. It's not gonna come out to you. <laughs> it's not gonna yeah. stay warm in it. So he he was upset that my mom wanted to do takeout again. So uh, it's her choice. <laughs> exactly. So I essentially when he told me that that's what my mom wanted to do, I was like, all right, whatever. And I knew he didn't want to do it just by the way that he was telling me. That I was like, bro, I know you don't want to do it, but we have to. So, yeah, you don't have an option. <laughs> so, um, when we ordered prior, um, we did it during the busy time, and my parents didn't like waiting, per se. So, um, they wanted to do delivery, and they figured, oh, let's do it for four, and we can get okay. it earlier. Yeah. Right. Building the in the time. So, um, Sam comes over, and we're just hanging out, waiting for our food. 15 minutes go by, get a little yeah, hungry. I'm starting to get a longer, I'm starting to get a little hangry too. Um, and then a half hour goes by, still no delivery. Uh, my dad calls and says that it's on the way. Um, and then this hour turns into, or half hour turns into an hour. Now I'm starting to get pissed. So I'm, I'm hungry. I was told I was gonna get food at four and it's already five. <laughs> I'm trying my best not to, not to cause a scene and get angry for my mom. But my dad calls back again, and these people from Outback, <laughs> these Outbackians, said, <laughs> said that they <laughs> said that they attempted to make the delivery, oh, no. but they went to a wrong address, and the wrong address that they gave was literally one one number off. So if I if say if I'm address one two three four, they said that they delivered it to one two three five. And this one, two, three, five address is literally right across the street. And like, we can see, we can see like this house and that no delivery has been attempted to be made there. So we're like, well, how long is it going to take for, oh, going back. They said, since it was delivered to the wrong address, we're going to make a whole new meal. So like, oh, bet. when are we going to get that? In an hour and a half. <laughs> That's exactly what they said. They said, oh, it'll be another hour and a half, two hours. And we're like, bro, we put in an hour, we put in an order for four. It's already 5.30 and you want us to wait until seven. Oh, <laughs> seven. And we already built this hour in to the four o'clock schedule. So yeah. I have beef with the Outback. Uh, but bro, we put in our order in at four. You deliver it to the wrong address. And this address is right across the street. Yeah. And you and never saw right it. Right across the street. And we never Chaz. saw that. We never saw Maybe a car uh, stop at that house. Because it, I kid you not, our front window, like where we sit in our living room, literally faces this house. We I'm can see the door. And we can see the driveway. Yeah. Aussies, we're done with you. Fuck so, it, long story short, we didn't get our outback. Oh, my God. You didn't get any outback? We got no outback. Oh, my God. We said... 
fuck out back. And we ended up just settling for frozen pizza. No <laughs> way. way. Frozen pizza. That's tragic. Crazy. Tragic. Wow. So I wow. have beef with Outback takeout. All right. Well, wait. I have a question. Was this takeout, was it through Outback or did you have to do it through like another delivery service? This was strictly through Outback. Okay. I was going to say, maybe you had a situation where your food got eaten by DoorDash. Want to yeah. hear a good segue? Yeah. yeah. Let's hear it. My beef of the week has to do with DoorDash. Which All is, right. Oh, well, it's not, it's not with DoorDash. It has to do with DoorDash. Okay. So, I am poor. That shit. <laughs> so, I currently signed up, like, recently signed up for DoorDash a couple weeks ago. So, I've been doing that to make cash. <clears throat> this ain't a little ad or anything, but it's a good way to make money. If you're a college student <laughs> or something, it's a, it's a good way to make a couple hundred bucks a week. Um, so yeah, I did that, made some, made some cold, hard cash for the first few nights. I come home kind of excited, you know, you think you could tell your poor mother about it. You know, my mom who like, I thought I could trust, you know, tell my mom how much good money I'm making. Next day I come home. She's like, Oh, like you're going to be mad about this. But like your brother found out about uh, how much money you've been making. So he's going to do DoorDash too. (laughs) And he's going to take your car and do it. And you can share. And she's like, honestly, I think this is a good thing. I think that my brother, by the way, is three years younger than me. He's a douchebag. (laughs) He's in a frat. Just he's not a douchebag, but he's in a frat. And I'm just like, dude, what the fuck, yo? Like, I'm finally making some money. You know, I got, you're splitting, bitch. Like, you're (laughs) Splitting my hours in half. Literally. Yo, I looked this woman in her eyes. Got laid off by her mother. (laughs) I looked looked her right in her eyes. Like, right in her eyes. I was like, you're a fraud. (laughs) Like, you are a fraud. I was like, you're a backstabbing. This is exactly how I worded it. I said, you're a backstabbing B word. So, I wouldn't call you that B word, but I'm going to say it. Like, you're a B word. That's how I worded it. That's how I worded it. Like, B word. Oh, my God. Because I was pissed. And then I was just like, dude, and she kept like trying to talk to me like about like random shit. Like after that, like oh, I saw this person news. died on the news and yeah. this happened. And I'm like, yo, I'm not fucking having it. I'm not talking to you. I was like, I'm not talking to you. I was like, and tell Sean, he's a fucking fraud. <laughs> I was like, so my beef's with my mom and my brother. All right. All right. Yeah. So what, what's the solution to that? Are you guys going to? I've just been, I just, I've just been, I've just been being a total alpha and just like just hogging all the hours. Right. And, you know, just leave for fucking hey, suck it. Nine to five. Just tell them. Hey, I work a nine yeah, to five. I work a nine to five. I'm, first, I'm my own boss. <laughs> oh man. Well, my beef of the week. Uh, it also kind of has to do with this, I guess. Just waiting in general. This quarantine has caused a lot of lines yeah. in places that Testing there's usually patients. not lines. So, yeah, and what made me think of this was I saw some debate on would you rather never wait in line again or never wait at a green light again. Now, for me, this is – or never wait at a red light again. I'm sorry. No I always drive, have green lights. So. For me, this is an easy decision regardless. I don't drive, so I'm, I don't care about green lights. But I think you need to as – a, as a person, like I can think of as a person that's driving, like I feel like you don't want to just constantly – got to be a psychopath. You just want a green light just constantly. I would definitely get it. Quicker, yeah, (laughs) quicker. But I feel like we need stop signs. I mean, uh, red lights. But 100% chalk lines never make me stand in line again. But this is the worst. So Corona 
has caused a lot of these. There's like lines at Fritz's Bakery. Like, what? Why is there a line wow. at Fritz's back Bakery? So here's Those my. That's my beef. My beef is with the lines that that Corona lines has called in lines in general. Yeah. Like at places that there's not supposed to be lines. Here's my solution: meat market style. Make everything like the deli. You okay. go Take to a location. Say it's a grocery store. You go to the grocery store. This grocery store has a big thing with a number on it or a big screen with numbers on it. You go up, you take your ticket, you go back to your car and you wait in the parking spot. And then whatever. Some guy on a megaphone is like, we're taking 50 through 64. Right. (laughs) Or you just look up and it says the next 10 numbers, whatever, come inside. And then because the next 10, like, these lines are not solving anything. Like, I understand. You're getting scared in line? I'm not getting scared. I'm getting like. It's just dumb because the weather's still not that nice. So you're like, sometimes it's cold. And I'm like, this is stupid. I don't want to wait in this line. I think the weather's breaking. I hope. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mother so Nature is high on something. She cannot make up her goddamn mind. So cold. But yeah, that's my beef. With lines, my solution, I think I think that's a good one. Because honestly, like, it works yeah. at the deli. There's never backup at the deli. It's like, oh, I'm, number, I'm 50 numbers away. Like, okay, I'm going to get my number. I'm going to go pick up my bread, pick up my, my peanut butter, pick up my soup for the week, and then go back to the deli. Like, I don't know. It just makes so much sense. It it's, almost seems too easy. I'm waiting for someone to say, like, well, that wouldn't work because, <laughs> well, no one has. Solution, all, play, all businesses go deli style. Yeah, every, whoever came up with the deli style, we need to implement that. You're a champ. Uh, yeah, you're awesome, <laughs> and we need United to implement States that, and I appreciate everything you've done for the United States since COVID-19. Is that all we got today? I think that's all we got today. We'll have another Jordan uh, wrap-up on the next episodes. And a plethora of other things. A plethora of other things to talk about. Thanks for tuning in. Luke, would you like to say goodbye to the people? Say goodbye. Peace. Peace. Peace.